0: Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. $200 million. Yeah, fifty million. 100 is your million. is your butthole just slammed shut the whole time you're no, like hanging no. that thing up? <laughs> no. do no.
1: If it was, I think I couldn't do it. Okay, yeah. But it's just it's little
0: just a little steady hands. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm losing as I'm getting older, I'm not so steady. You can find Fort Worth Roots on all your favorite streaming services. There are videos that go along with these episodes on YouTube. Just look for Fort Worth Roots on all platforms on social media. It's also Fort Worth Roots. Big shout out to our sponsors, Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. You can go to roofingsolutionshouck.com or 817-882-6520 to get more information. If you call them and tell them that you heard about them on the Fort Worth Roots Podcast, you will get 50% off on a roofing tune-up. We've got more announcements at the end of this episode, along with more information on more sponsors, so stay tuned for that. One event that's coming up, and I don't want you to miss this, Friday, December the 23rd, that's next weekend, a very itchy Christmas. Our friend Richard Keller from Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations is putting this on, along with a bunch of other people's help, out at Southside Preservation Hall. Here in Fort Worth, they're going to have Daryl Sellers at 5 p.m., Big Heaven at 6, Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations will be on at 7, and then Doc Rock with the Traumatics will be playing at 8 o'clock. This is a great lineup. Don't miss it. Again, that's going to be at Southside Preservation Hall this coming Friday, December 23rd. Doors open at 4 p.m. Today's guest is a friend of mine, an extremely creative individual, and a major force for good here at the Fort Worth Roots Podcast. He's been supportive through everything that we've done here, and I'm excited to finally have gotten him inside the studio. We've done a lot of stuff in the past. Most of it's been at his studio or out in the streets. So you can check his show out on Instagram. It's the underscore failed underscore podcast. Make sure you pop over to Instagram and give him a follow. Support this guy. He's uh, He's got a lot of cool ideas that he's working on. All right. That's enough talking out of me. Thank you all again for being here. And please give it up for my good friend, Sam Escobar, And let's start the show. <music>
1: Oh, yeah. Fine. Dude, this is the first time i put on your headset. I've seen it all on
0: the... That's right. We've always done it at your studio, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm here with Sam today uh, with the and you always recording. you always, record it. like, always okay, recording. Okay, Sam. It all right, turn it on, Sam. Okay. <laughs> Clean it up. Clean it up. <laughs> How's that sound? He needs uh, levels adjusted? Yeah,
1: just a little bit up. How's that? Up, 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 up up, 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 up. Good right there.
0: Okay. We're just going to... If not, I can't. Oh, I'm, I just get too loud, so... Alright, I'm Dude. here with Sam with the Failed Podcast. Sam, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for being here today. Yeah. Alright, we're going to look at a, a reel that... Uh, By the way, he didn't some, tell me we're starting, so no, had I to don't to put do on that. my
1: makeup or anything. Yeah. I know I got work to do, and I know that it's all going to be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. I know I'm blessed today. I know I got work to do, and I know that it's all going to be okay in the end.
0: And if it's not okay, it's not the end. There it is. Okay. So you uh, <laughs> you just, you dubbed over Shia LaBeouf's, uh little speech there. Yeah, man. Because
1: he's like trending. The, the last interview he did was like kind of epic. You know, it was deep and he kind of was a different person. It went from like a year or two? Ago? No, no, no. It happened within a month. Mm. It, was, it, was, it was huge. And so that was a clip that, that was trending on Instagram. So I said, I'm going to use it. And I was, say, I was talking about something else but but the message in that little in that little clip there it kind you know that's how i feel about what i'm doing and where i'm heading yeah and so who better to say it for me than shia you know what i'm saying (laughs) well it seems like you're putting out content every day like you're putting out a new video all the time Uh, yeah i'm trying i I do take you know (laughs) you know you can see there's some gaps in there but during those gaps i'm thinking and i'm learning and uh, i try just trying to be strategic that's all and having fun for me
0: it's fun it's not like it's it's not work. It's got to be.
1: Yeah, I'm not trying to bore it's, people. It, well,
0: it's got to be fun for you because, I mean, you know, yeah. the podcast life is rough. If, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, then you just need to quit. Cause yeah. That's the only point of this, really. <laughs> yeah, everyone
1: jumps in, like, super excited. And I just feel like, not being negative, but saying, yeah. like, dude, it's you know, there's going to be some points where you're going to feel like, what am I doing yeah, um, so you just, just got to know what it is well people what don't, it means to
0: you d- people don't realize how much work goes into this, I mean, I certainly didn't, nobody does right no, just, no. oh, I'm just going to do a podcast, but uh, i've got a buddy, and i'm not going to uh i'm not going to say your name, buddy, but you know who you are um He got hired on to produce a podcast for these. Oh. Two very well-off dudes or business owners, surgeons, something like that. And they just decided they wanted to goof off and have a podcast, right? Uh, just yeah, just yeah. them sitting there BS and having oh, a conversation yeah. or whatever. So they hired my friend to produce this show mm-hmm. for him. He's got the equipment. He's taking care of uh, the social media. He's uh, he's doing everything. Literally, uh-huh. all they have to do is sit down and have a conversation. Dude, that's great, man. Well, it sounds great, For them, right? I'm right? saying for yeah. them. Yeah. No, it sounds great. Okay, fast forward six months later, they've got, I think, one recording done. <laughs> and he's pulling his hair out like, guys, come on, just let's get together, do the episode. Yeah. We, you know, let me go to work. Well, they're paying him this whole time. Like, they've got him on, like, kind of a retainer. Like yeah, yeah. Monthly checks are getting cut oh, you yeah. know it's like a gym membership man you just get in don't so, go so he's getting paid regardless right but they're not even putting in the work to sit down and have the conversation dude. you, so you get into something deep because
1: <laughs> I, i i i know the process of like doing a podcast talking having content and that's what i specialize in and so whenever i'm doing something someone can come in unprepared yeah but I'm gonna drive the conversation so when you know him as a producer I I would just push that man like Mm -hmm. don't even let them wait don't wait for them you yeah. tell them I'm ready. Shoot them with 10 questions just so they can have content and yeah. then and let, let them do whatever and then come up with 10 more. And just do it. Yeah. Chop it up and divide it and do all this, you know. Let, let me, I didn't know we started, and so I can't, I can't <laughs> proceed. I can't proceed until I do this because, do first got? of all, Thank you for your friendship. Oh my God, <laughs> I since, since, <laughs> awesome. since I've met you, dude, you've been so open with me and welcoming and, and you've uh, you invited me to an event that was a podcasting thing, and I'm not antisocial, but I'm not really out in the right. in the public sphere. Yeah. My, my life is very closed off and stuff. And so you introduced me to a, all the podcasters, and now I've talked to them, I've had some on my podcast. And I really feel a sense of community. And and you're the one who kind of brought me in. So I wanted to say thank you on your show. And, uh, And I'm a supporter of the Fort Worth Roots podcast. And recently, you were... Uh, your number, what was it? Your number one critics' choice for the, what was it? The Fort Worth Weekly. Fort yeah. Worth Weekly, and I know now, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of podcasts. There's a lot of, and no one wants to use this word, and I get it, but there's a lot of competition, and so at the end of the day, you know, you, you know, the ones that do the best, they're going to be the best, and so you got the you got the stamp this for 2022. this go around. Yeah. One yeah, time, the, folks. It's okay, <laughs> man. And so, you're, uh, we you're the best. We're to describe this to our listeners, 2022. <laughs>
0: you know, this is very, this, you know, took a lot of time to make. No, i for, for For the people not uh, watching the YouTube video, yeah, Sam has yeah. pulled out a a enormous elaborate trophy that's customized it, yep, it's also yep. been customized it
1: is and look you I, I even printed your face on it look you see that <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so it says the, the, it's my it reflection says, you're I the believe. best 2022 fort worth roots thanks man you know i know it's kind of makeshift but it, now, it but it really means a lot for me to be able to give this to you cool, and man. say Thank congratulations <laughs> well deserved next year is going to be uh i think it's going to be a bigger competition between all the podcasters oh, that's good man. everyone and so everyone has to step it up, and so I'm, I'm rooting for you. And, you know, um, the the Funky Panther guys had the, the reins for a minute, and those guys have been really cool to me as well. I've had a chance to talk to them. Uh, so you can't win them all, you know, and yeah. so uh, – but when you do – do it humbly yeah. and uh and, and thank you for promoting the the podcast scene in fort worth it's really cool and so there you I go i accept man.
0: this award on yes. behalf of the fort worth roots podcast you're the best 2022 thank you sam yeah, uh man. well you know there is a lot of competition um but i think it's i know that it's healthy competition because we yeah. get together we joke around we have fun and uh you, you just see a lot of promotion uh, in between each other's podcasts. Like everybody's trying to help everybody out. Yeah, and that's what's really cool. I like that. And I think we're onto something with the the, the Pod Squad, which is a nickname that's you're part of this. I'm in it. Yeah, I'm in it, man. It's a little nickname that's gotten picked up. I don't know who started that, but we are the Pod Squad. There you go. <laughs> Stay tuned. More to come. I, I just love it, and I mean, everybody is so creative and. New ideas are coming up all the time, and it's yeah. just the, the, the coolest group of people, uh, most sincere individuals I've ever been around, and I'm, I'm just eating it up. I love yeah. it. I ran into, uh, we had a uh, surprise birthday party that I couldn't talk about until now because it was, uh when was this, Friday? Yeah. Friday for uh, Susie from, uh, mm, Fort Worth famous Got it And uh, so she showed up And it was her 50th birthday party And we had a ton of people there Nice And um, we were able to, to To pull it off We got the surprise You know Yeah Whenever she walked around the corner It was really cool But just stuff like that man Just Oh yeah Building Really building a community So it's it's been cool And I can't wait to see where it goes but yeah. bringing you into the fold uh, was kind of just a natural process because we kind of integrated together. Like you and I were kicking it before. Yeah, I really started hanging out with the Funky Panther dudes. Got so, it, got it. Whenever we went to, I didn't feel like it. It felt like
1: <clears throat> this dude's in it. You're just a natural <laughs> with people, and that's important as a podcaster.
0: I'm, I'm trying to remember the name of that event that we went to together. Um, PBR. PBR. Yeah, yeah. For downtown, it was a downtown Fort podcast World. and PBR or something like that yeah, I had too many words yeah but uh, Robin from Corks and Cowtown put it on and ah. Funky Panther Boys put it on and, and so yeah. they invited us all out there and uh, I don't know if I queued you up on it or what but we went together oh yeah you're like
1: Sam join me blah, blah, blah. I show up you're late or whatever so I'm sitting there and <laughs> I was I towing an anchor that day okay and so <laughs> I didn't know anyone but I said I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go I was just like man where is Andrew because as soon as I say hi I'm saying bye. Yeah. But I ended up talking to a few people mm-hmm. and I, and since then it's been good.
0: Yeah. So and I, I remember getting there and you were, you did seem a little bit off or panicked or something like Sam was not okay. Yeah. yeah, and no, it, no. Because you were out of your element. Like you said, you didn't know anybody and I didn't know that you had that kind of social anxiety, which I have too. Yeah. I, th- I think you, uh, exhibit, uh, the signs a little more than I do sometimes if I,
1: but I got to get or especially into back
0: a, then I think you're probably doing better now I just got to get into a conversation at least with someone and right. it helps but if not I'm I'm not there, man. Yeah, like, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. But that was that was kind of the genesis of it. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah. That and I've, I've still got that silly video that I took. Um, I don't know if I've done anything with it, but I. You remember I had the uh, GoPro yeah, and I'm yeah. running around and I think I was kind of bugging people, so I put it up. Like, yeah. like okay, I this, did one interview. This that isn't day. the scene for this. I interviewed two guys
1: from the tnt podcast uh-huh. out of dallas i talked to them right. i never i never published that recording but they ended up coming to the studio and we did right. an episode with them cool guys like
0: pretty soon after that too right yeah
1: uh-huh. within a month they yeah. came they came down and we got some other things in the works that we want to do together we we flowed really good but that came out of there and then i met one of the Osos that day uh-huh. and then uh, juan right i believe so yeah. it was two of them i talked to juan yeah, so it was good, man. And I didn't realize what I was stepping into. And then now it's been like three or four events that I've shown up to, mm-hmm. and you know I didn't feel alone. I was able to say hi to a few people, and then and now we're all family. Yeah, and that, so, now we're cool. Now we're yeah. keeping up with each other and, <laughs> and supporting each other.
0: Well, and I need to do a better job of getting these guys in the door because there's I. I'm so jealous that you've had on so many podcasters on your show. Like you've, no, you've no, done a I'm, good job of connecting. I'm the same thing them here, in. man. <laughs> so, but I need to get better at that. So this is this is a. Uh this is important getting sam here to the studio well, but you, you it, said man. it a minute ago and it just kind of stunned me i i can't believe this is the first time you've recorded on the fort worth roots yeah yeah we've, we've had mics and hung out a few times
1: so it feels like we have yeah. i haven't even done an official episode with you we did a half you know let's just call it a half and half yeah and uh it was off the cuff real quick but yeah i mean you're going to come on the
0: the Feld podcast as well and i want to take a deep dive into okay. who, who andrew is and so and, and then we uh we sat together at your studio and interviewed Genevieve. That, so that, yeah. See, maybe
1: that one kind of threw us, like it made it feel like we've done more. Because yeah. that was a long,
0: very high energetic. It's like a two hour long recording. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a long episode. Yeah. It actually. And performed. then we did the Tim really, Love thing, you know. Yeah. Like, you were
1: there for that. That was great, man.
0: Sam was my uh, support system at the Tim Love thing. He'll tell you, or maybe he won't tell you because he's a nice guy, but um, he could tell you that I was a nervous wreck. Yeah. And if I didn't have you there, it would not have probably worked out. No, no. noticed I, I knew i needed you it's my so pleasure I, to serve man and i called you, you up that day and like just hey man <laughs> I, this is super late notice but here in a couple hours could you meet me to do this interview and yeah. you were on it dude you just showed up for me i appreciate oh, yeah. that so much i don't know i'm down man <laughs> that turned out to be a really good recording i feel like it uh, was
1: but i heard the episode it was good the people don't realize that whenever you're you're, do, you're recording and it, mm-hmm. it, when you listen to it, it's completely different absolutely like you get to really see the product once it's published mm-hmm. right now we can't even we don't even know what we're making because we're so in the moment yeah. and so I, I heard it and uh and you continue to do a good job and you did a good job on that interview and so uh, you know it was cool to kind of be there and
0: watch it you know cause yeah firsthand yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you remember at the very end of it, because um, Mike, I have had this happen before with the Roadcaster. If it loses power, or if you don't hit the record button to to stop the recording, and it loses power, yeah. it will not save mm. the recording. So we were packing things up. Tim stood up and walked out the door so fast, yeah, yeah right? busy man, busy man. And I was trying to get get the gear together, and we were moving really fast. And I looked at the Roadcaster, and it was dead. All the lights were off. And yeah, you remember man. what I asked you? Dude, okay.
1: I know, I know it, like, it. Dude, I can replay it in my head because I was absolutely cause I was panicked. tearing down. That way you didn't have to think about it, you know? And so um, I, I come and I remember I was like, okay, turn it up, boom. And then, you know, because I, I have the exact same one. Yeah. And then I unplugged everything. And then you look and then you're like, did you push the record button? In other words, you're asking <laughs> me, did you push file and save? Yeah and I knew what I did because it's natural for me right? but I didn't want to show any like <laughs> that I didn't no, no question yeah. yeah so that day I remember no no yeah no I did don't worry about it it's all good and then you know obviously you have the the GoPro as a, a secondary but it would have been horrible to yeah. use that audio but I was sure I did but then it, it got cut in half as soon as you asked me yeah so yeah. I was like oh my gosh <laughs> I I know I did I really hope I did so until you told me later
0: I I got the file I was like yeah I know it's all good I ran home I mean I I was I I was speeding I don't usually speed I was on my motorcycle that day I was running to the house I, I mean, I was just leaving stuff in the yard. I was breaking stuff off the bike and uh, trying to trying to get to my SD card. And I ran inside and I plugged <laughs> that SD card in the, the computer and pulled the file up. And sure enough, it was fine. Yeah. But I was just in absolute panic mode. Have you ever done that? Have you ever lost a recording yeah, with a yeah. guest?
1: Yeah. It was one or the other. Either it was the video or the audio. But I was able to save it because I had a secondary. Like, okay, I got it from my camera or here. But I did something. It was a one whole episode. I didn't push record Until the end I double Oh there it is Oh double tapped And all I heard was Oh that's it blah, blah. And that was all man Shit. And I lost the whole in- I didn't have the whole interview I was able to save it Through my camera I had a miss with the levels. It was a little bad, but yeah. I left it on. Considering that the Failed Podcast is about failures and challenges, <laughs> it kind of goes with the brand. Right. So, so when I launched it, Adapt I said, yeah, so I, I told it the audience, like, look, man, I failed at this one. <laughs> I'm still going to release it because sometimes I remember that.
0: Okay, yeah. But that was it, man, and it's, it's happened. So I, I got the, the cam. It's a little handheld oh, recorder. Yeah. And I've been trying to figure that thing out. So the first event I took that to was the uh, bikini pool party over at Whiskey Garden that Uh I got invited out to by uh, Romero. Romero. Royal. 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 He goes by Royal. Okay. Anyway, he invited me out there, and I'm like, I'm not really sure what the guy wants me to do, right? He wants the podcast to show up to this bikini party, and I'm like, well, I mean, I'm coming. I just don't know. I mean, I definitely want to be there for it. You're responsible (laughs) for
1: dead air, so there's no dead air because you're a communicator.
0: (laughs) Well, and I I got there, and uh, I set up, and everybody was real cool, and people were talking to me and stuff, and we did the... They included us in the judging portion of it yeah. and all that good stuff, but I just really wasn't sure what I was doing. But it gave me a chance to play with that TASCAM, and by the end of the day, I was convinced that this $250 box was just a brick of shit. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I, it couldn't record. Yeah. It would record for about 30 seconds. It'd shut itself off. Damn. And then whenever you'd listen to the file, it was cutting out stuff. So if somebody was speaking a sentence, it would only catch about 70% of it. It was weird. Wow. It was cutting in and that out. Weird. So I got in there, and I found the function that was making that happen uh-huh. turn that off right and so the tim love thing another thing that freaked me out was that taz cam. i had it with me i know And i thought i had all the bugs worked out and it's sitting there and it's supposed to be just uh you know capturing anything oh, yeah. in in case this thing went down we had a backup yep. and it only captured about 12 minutes what? of audio <laughs> yeah it just shut itself off man so i don't trust the damn thing yeah so i gotta play with it because i'm sure it's just user i, I gotta show you mine You've got the best equipment, dude. <laughs> it does always. not feel like, I, but the only reason
1: I have a lot of like reliable stuff is because I've been through it all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've bought mm-hmm. expensive, I've bought cheap, I've bought, and I've tried so many things that at this point in the game, I've, I've narrowed it down. I know what I have and I know it works, you know, and I know it in and out. Mm-hmm. And so there you go. I don't want to think about it. It's just a, a tool for
0: what I'm trying to do. And so, yeah. All right. We've done all the icebreaker stuff. Now it's time to talk yeah. about Sam. What started the uh, failed podcast? Why did you get into podcasting, sir? Well- Spotlight is on you now. I know. It's <laughs> it's a- it's, uh,
1: What? Okay. So the failed podcast came out of the epidemic, man. I just had a rough two and a half years from losing a business- going to the hospital you know i was in there for for a week super scared you know about you life. telling
0: us what that was about
1: yeah hey, i had covid okay and yeah. Yeah, i was like um just a few breaths away from getting uh what do they call it Innovated? Innovated. In- yeah. and i was like that's the worst that can happen yeah statistically that's a very bad sign hey, yeah so i was uh, it didn't happen i came out and uh then i had some other leader i had a leadership position out of church and then the things went downhill and uh but good things came out of it but that was also horrible so i had all these fails that kind of happened to me Uh that made me question everything life my finances as a provider as a husband as a dad every and i was just like man i just feel like a failure man and failure just kept popping up in my conversations with my wife and everything and i was like man how it And prior to that, I was getting the wheels rolling. I have a nonprofit called Cultivate Leadership Project. Super positive about leadership, training leadership, training young people. We were adopting schools, helping young people, and then all that happened. Mm -hmm. And I said, I cannot come out of this doing that right now because I would have to be like fake Sam. Because my mind was not there. My mind was around failure. Yeah. And I just kept talking to my wife, failure, friends. And I was like, man, this has happened, and I'm just down. And I said, man, you know what? Maybe I should do the something called the failed podcast because I had another podcast that was called Cultivate Leadership Project. Okay. So if you look okay. at my feed, I have, I think, 20-something episodes for the failed podcast, but I have 60-plus or more for CLP, and it's all leadership stuff. Yeah. And I decided to leave a few of them on, and I had other uh, some other things on there but I left them on because that is my other passion and it still continues to be my passion. But I rebranded, you know, like the famous word, I pivoted to the podcast because all of a sudden I've become an expert in failure. You know what I mean? It's either, it was either going to beat me up, knock me down, or I was going to come out of it somehow. And so for me, I wanted to take a hold of it because I felt like it was a good way to connect with people. Yeah. To say, you know what? Like, Yeah, it's easy to connect with people when you're successful and you're like, okay, brag a little bit. I'll brag a little bit. That's fun. But you're leaving out so much that can bring you closer, you know, people, community and so on. So I started talking about the failure podcast with friends and stuff, and they were opening up and telling me things that I never knew just because of.
0: The you know the approach. Yeah, we talk about this all the time on the show, but there's so many different ways that you can tell a story, like the the lens that you look through life at, right? Yeah. And failure is something that everybody has experienced. If they haven't, then they probably haven't uh, graduated past first grade, right? <laughs> I mean that you, you, that's just part of life. Failure is yeah. part of the process, right? So that's a very common thread, yeah. uh, a good lens to tell stories through. Absolutely, and so. I told
1: my wife, I'm gonna launch the Feld Podcast. And it sounded kinda of funny. I looked it up, you know, on social and everything. I said, Okay, it's not really out there. I mean, there's a million things about failure and overcoming. Yeah. But the Feld Podcast brand was available, so I took it and I'm running with it now. And and it's been it's been great. I've been enjoying it. And, uh, you know, I tell close friends of mine, hey, The felt Podcast, and they kind of, are you okay? What do you <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, no, no, you don't get it. Like, <laughs> I'm a failure. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and, and it can sound like that at times because in order for us to fail properly, you do have to examine how you failed and why you failed. And so um, some people try to avoid it, but that's, the, that's why we're here because we don't. We want to talk about it and put yeah. it out there to help people.
0: What's the craziest interview you've done so far? I mean, I know that you've... Everybody that comes on your show, you analyze your story (laughs) through failure, but have you had some really badass failure stories? Yeah, oh man, this... uh, One of my... Interviewers, in,
1: He came in, and his brother was working at a company selling credit card processing. Okay, and and his brother came up to him. He had a suit on, and he's like, and he's only been there like a week. Yeah, and he tells his brother, "You got to come to this company. It's amazing, and you can make a bunch of money." And he was working somewhere else and making decent money. It was stable. Right. Yeah. He was yeah. stable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he goes, "Okay, let's do it." He came. He came in, and his brother had quit. He didn't even make it. He went in and he's working, man. bop making calls, traveling, doing all this mess. He gets a check. I forgot what it was, but like a dollar something or twelve dollars, and he goes home and uh, and he tells his wife, "This is my check." And everyone, because they would go eat every Friday. That's a family when he would get paid. He goes and he said, "Man, we're oh not, my god!" He goes, um, he goes, what they? He goes, I told them we're not gonna be able to go out to eat. And then I go, well, what'd they say? And they go, well, they just, we just started crying. And we were laughing, but, but it was a crazy story. Be, and and, and the, what well, the crazy part is, is I was looking for someone to interview. And it's funny because you ask people, close people, friends of yours to come on and they don't, they feel nervous or whatever. And right. you're just like, where's the support? A friend of mine was going to come on. He goes, I can't come on, but call my friend. Uh, I didn't even know him. Yeah. And I called him, hey, I'm, I need a guest. Would you be available? He said, yes, when, where, and how. And he came <laughs> through. He was an MMA fighter, and uh, and he has, a, he has like three or four gyms around the area. Oh, no, shit. Okay. And, man, he had so much energy. He's going to come on soon. Again, I'm gonna, uh, we did it over the phone. He's going to come on in person. He had so much energy. That's and cool. we laughed so much. But it made me realize that. As I as I do the Feld podcast, as I start aiming for for more lofty goals, it's going to require for me to step out of my comfort zone. It's not going to be. I hope it'll be some friends and family. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's going to be more people that I don't know that I got to
0: go out and find in order to make yeah. this thing grow. I think that like for me. Uh, my recent failures, I wasn't able to talk about them until I'd gotten my head back above water. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that sting might be just a little bit too fresh for somebody that just experienced that failure. Yeah. But you you probably don't want that story until they've had a chance to step back and do some introspective thinking about it and yeah, break down, absolutely. okay, this is where I went wrong. And, yeah, and yeah. really pick apart their own story before being on the show right yeah i, I never do nothing too fresh mm-hmm. because they could lose it Hurts. right yeah yeah. this is <laughs>
1: so i i focus on storytelling so i always start oh tell me how you grew up and then we, that's how we get to the failures and challenges in their yeah. life i never say so you lost your business last week tell me about it because they don't they're still probably mad yeah yeah. So well, i'm still be. trying to figure out how we're gonna <laughs> eat this week yeah yeah so no no, no i don't do it that way man <laughs>
0: Well, speaking of where's Sam from? How, how did Sam get started? I know that uh, you've you've told me a little bit about your mother and uh, your upbringing and uh, the, uh, the the struggles that you faced in the educational system, but we haven't told the Fort Worth roots listeners about that. Well, okay, so
1: I grew up in Southside Fort Worth, and uh, when I started school, you know, I'm, I'm first generation, you know, m- m- very little money very little english in the household no education on my parents behalf and uh, as far as like the the view of the world and how it works on uh, over here in the us i didn't have that it was very limited to my culture very limited to my family so i lived in a small circle of people and so it, life was really simple yeah but i struggled in school and and i don't know if this will help but but my story is very it's filled with failures and challenges and embarrassing things, you know, where I couldn't read or I couldn't write. I was always getting into trouble and people just didn't believe in me for so many parts of my life just because of how I was living and it affected my confidence, but it also affected how I am now. Mm-hmm. And so part of the Felt podcast, like go or we have some initiatives that came out of my life story. So I'm going to throw them out there and then uh, and then stop me or w- whenever you want. But I feel like these communicate um, what I went through mm-hmm. and what's go- and what it's going to promote. Okay? Show me what you got. So here we go. <clears throat> so some of the well the vision. Let me tell you the vision for the Feld podcast, and it's based on my story. I hope this works. I you know this is my first time kind of presenting this, and I'm kind of like uh, dropping it really yeah, this the is your Fort first World. time doing this yeah yeah but this okay. is like what it, my life and like my purpose behind the failed podcast is okay so the vision for the Feld podcast is to provide tools and resources to better understand failure and challenges and how to overcome them why because growing up i had to learn english i had to be in the class that learned slower i had to i couldn't read and write i, I struggle to it i struggle with it to now i'm just confident and and I could make it happen, but back then when it was important, there was grades that reflected it, and it was just a hard uh, sh- climb, you know, yeah. or a journey through through that through the system, you know, through the school system. And so, because of my life, I have some initiatives. Okay, and so one of them, should I say all three, or should I just go one by one? And then you, what do you think? I'll name all three, and then we'll break them down. Okay, okay? and yeah. then you, and then you help me help me tell the story. The first one is to promote the importance of literacy, to expand knowledge and imagination while increasing the chances for a bright future, okay? Is that one of them? That's one Let, of them. Let's to, discuss that. To then, promote the importance of literacy, okay? So, so how, through the podcast, are you going to promote literacy? Well, the podcast is the, the microphone. Okay. Okay? So how I'm going to roll this out is by working with educators and youth programs. Okay. And my resume is the podcast. Yeah. Why are we gonna have Sam come in here and talk to this youth group? Well, he has a podcast. Look, he, look who he's interviewed. Look at the wisdom and knowledge he's gained from so many people. So that's how I'm gonna roll that out. So this is my, my megaphone. Yeah. But there is communi- there's a community side to it, and it's that. So I get to share how hard it was for me to read and write and the negative effects that it's had on me. But then once I learn to read and write confidently, what doors it's open. And being in front of some kids or some young people and hear that, that I think it will inspire them yeah. to want to do it. And whenever you think of storytelling, that's where it falls in because I want to, I wanna help them write and tell their story so then they can learn what it's like to to write it down and then read it in front of you. That's one of the hardest things to do yeah. so that you can write the way that you speak. Usually that gap is so big because of the way that they teach English and grammar. And so my, one of my gifts in life is that I'm able to write the way that I talk and I talk the way that I write. Now, the school didn't teach me that. I, I taught myself that. Mm-hmm. So the gap in there is very small, so I'm able to write something and read it verbatim and it sounds like i'm just talking right but it also helps me share my story more uh, uh, efficiently and so i want to put that out there and that's how i'm going to do and so we have some some relationships with some schools and stuff like that and some youth programs and so that's where i'm hoping to promote that and when people come on they're communicating some of them are educated and so i'll be able to also ask them what they think about what's a favorite book you read or or are you working on a project and so to, to help promote the importance of reading and writing what grade level do you see yourself kind of attaching this mission too well I I, um, I was a youth pastor for a long time Okay. so high school was my specialty okay. but um, my my wife teaches in elementary mm-hmm. so I I don't mind like but I think middle school is the sweet spot but high school is gonna be wh- where it's at because yeah. they're, they're stepping into they're about to go to college and stuff like that and so ninth grade I remember how hard it was like everything I didn't learn in middle school and all that like it hit me when I went to high school <laughs> yeah. and if you miss up in ninth grade dude you go to miss up you know what I mean yeah. if you fail ninth and then if you're a troublemaker and you're not doing good acad- academically the odds of you dropping out and failing are very 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 high My
0: freshman year needs to be yeah. a positive
1: experience yeah and yeah. so I feel like that'd be a great age group a great area to talk to some to some people to change their mindset on how they see things or how they see themselves and yeah. so to me, literacy, reading and writing is, is so important. No matter
0: what level you're at, yeah. um, you can do it. what's well, that's like, the best way to exercise your brain, right? I mean, exactly. in order to form new pathways for original thought and creativity.
1: Yeah, right. yeah. And so the second one is connecting people from all walks of life and situations from the basis of storytelling, okay? The way that I'm gonna roll that out is through the podcast. And I feel that whenever there's different cultures and communities They have a hard time talking with each other because they're talking about things that they can't connect with like you mentioned earlier failure is one of those things that we all go through and that if we understand each other's failures it might bring us together at the table and we might be able to talk yeah and it also opens the conversation for generations to be able to talk an older person with a younger person it, it kind of helps guide the conversation. Mm-hmm. And so that's another one of our initiatives is to connect people. So I want to connect not only like my, the people that I interview, like successful people, um, people who have done a lot, to bring them in front of young people who need to see that, to be exposed to that, you know, so so that let's just say like me, I'm a Latino, that I don't just see nothing but like white guys coming in and talk to me right. and saying, you can do this and you can do that. And I'm like, okay, I want to see some some of my brothers and some of my Latino people.
0: Somebody that looks like you. Yeah, yeah I want Somebody wanna see. that had the same uh, family uh, yeah. Understanding, upbringing, or whatever—that's okay. That phone can stand. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, that's also the the purpose of the Feld podcast is to be able to connect people, and so I, I'm hoping that that we continue to do that. But that's one of my one of my initiatives. Nice. Yeah.
0: Well, and uh that's kind of the the idea behind podcasting. I believe. I don't know. I've. I've it's different for everybody, but I think at its fundamental level, connecting with folks is yeah. one of the yeah. major threads to podcasting. So that's that's a pretty natural uh, goal there and i feel like that that fits the format
1: yeah and another one is develop communication skills through the art of storytelling so this is this one's easy this is providing resources and show the different styles of communicating through my guests mm-hmm. you know and so that's that's why that's one of my initiatives and then a few other ones are creative and creativity goal setting self esteem and leadership and that's all going to play out in in what we're doing and mm-hmm. how we're communicating. So yeah, man, that's a, I guess those came out of my journey mm-hmm. of how I grew up. And, uh, and I think that that's why I'm doing the Felt Podcast. Not only to have fun, you know, I, I enjoy just talking with people and helping them share their story but at the back end of it I also want to be able to leave a, like a positive message in in a community so that when they do hear the failed
0: podcast all, you know they say something positive yeah. about it and so well that's why I'm so excited to work with Sam because you and I have something that uh the other ones have picked up on the other podcasters have picked on this picked up on this thing and have kind of harped on it lately but we uh <laughs> we we handle our podcast in a slightly Forgive me if I'm overstepping here, but a, a little bit more of a professional manner. You know what I mean? Like we, we kind of attack it as a, um, a strategic business type thing yeah. almost, because we're yeah. we're we're intentional with uh, how we're rolling out our social media and what our plans are for the future and things like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. No, no knock on, on no
1: one. I mean, no, there, there's, room not that, there's room for entertainment. There's room for you know, public service, there's room for legacy and do that you know, and so the sphere that we're moving in is, you know, like for me, like I'm about community yeah. and helping other and if I can get a platform I'm going to I'm not going to I'm not only going to push like the the felt podcast but I want to push something else that's going to help someone. Sure. And
0: so um But definitely not a knock. I've had, I've yeah. had people tell me this Got and it. it's kind of driven me nuts because I thought I was one of the fun guys. <laughs> I know I'm <laughs> And not. I I've had uh specifically <laughs> The Funky Panther guys—they've—they've they've told me like, "Oh, hey, you're so, you know." Oh, there's Andrew with his notes and, yeah. and you know little comments like that. I'm like, "What? <laughs> you guys don't have notes?" They're like, "No." Look, like, look, like, look! Like Just say. Yeah, notes, there's dude. Sam with his notes. But <laughs> I'm not the only one. <laughs> the. the um, Thanks
1: for the invite, guys. They had come out mm-hmm. to the Feld podcast. And so it was funny because they, they were talking about it on their on their podcast. And they said, Man, we were talking with Sam and, and we were like throwing stuff out. And then he goes, I realized that it, it wasn't that kind of um, a podcast. <laughs> so it, and so they, they were like, So we just kind of straight, straightened out. Yeah. yeah. But, but they also realized that with the three of them that
0: I, I, Managed the conversation in a way yeah, you that they did had. really well, and it Be- was so fun. Yeah, because yeah, that's not their typical format. Yeah, and you did a good job of kind of leading the conversation <laughs> and getting to some uh, specifics that probably have never been covered in their, yeah. their show. But yeah, that's great. And you're right, everybody's got like kind of a different uh, persona or. Uh, I don't know how to put it but yeah the shows are yeah. different like you take Osos Colosos and compare it to yours <laughs> not the same show no no we're opposite. the same show
1: but, but, but they're funny yeah I, I love I've it. had one of them on I want to have all three. My goal is to also have the Funky Panther guys. They've already told me yes. We just haven't been able to, to set it up.
0: Well, be but, careful with that because they've been telling me yes for a long time. Tim, Javier, I'm calling you out, guys. Yeah.
1: Dude. Okay. <laughs> Chad has been on the show. Maybe we should do a duel. Like me and you, they okay. sit like in the middle okay. and we just do a deep dive. And we'll see if that works. Guys, if you're watching, you know, maybe we'll think about it and we'll see if we can make it happen. I think it'll be fun. I know Chad's listening. I don't know if the other two listen. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) If if they're not, then uh, Chad, just let them know. Chad Funk. It'd be fun. You know (laughs) what I mean? But, but yeah, so managing three is is very difficult. And Uh so whenever they came on, it was like a challenge for me to be able to, to drive that conversation. Again, leading to the communication part of, felt podcast initiatives and how important it is to be able to communicate with individuals whether you have common ground or not uh, whether you have a purpose or you or you don't when you communicate it just brings you into the the circle right you you can step into things that you thought you could never step into just on the basis of being able to communicate and so
0: yeah no there's so much there's so many life applications for what you're doing and uh there's limitless uh possibility for it your education or just self-improvement or whatever i want to talk to you about your studio a little bit i don't I, i think i might have the the shot a little overexposed for the camera uh if you're looking at the youtube video but i've got Sam's uh, Instagram pulled up and you have been busy working on this studio man and I gotta pick your brain because I'm trying to update this studio Yeah, yeah. You know, it's been a slow process we've had a lot going on but uh, I'm gonna be leaning on you for for information man so tell me man. a little bit about this build out for your studio well uh, if you watch my my YouTube channel you can
1: you would see that I, ha- I used to have a table between the couches and it just felt li- a little crowded recently and so I'm I'm always upgrading whether it is folding a cable a certain way or running my board or turning it a certain way just so it looks good on camera and is yeah. more efficient and easier to use and so in this this time I went ahead and mounted my microphone's on the edges of the seats, and, and then I position them in a way that they're a, away from the camera, but on camera. Are people less likely to, to bump
0: into them now? Yeah, everyone bumps <laughs> into them, and yeah. so I'm
1: just like, do not touch the mics, but when you get podcasters in and they're very comfortable with the equipment, yeah. so they do more than the normal guests. Like today, you can see me. I'm like drinking stuff and moving it just because I know how. <laughs> I'm just... Comfortable But I also got like New cables Little things that I've done So that Whenever you're watching The video There's more Depth to it and so i've added some sound panels yeah
0: did you notice a huge difference when you put all this uh sound deadening panels up oh yeah
1: yeah yeah bec- it was a lot of bounce in there just because of the way the mics and how close they are to the wall mm-hmm. and so I, I had to kind of fix and, and, and help that and so a- as you're talking you can just tell you know even it without if you're not recording you're
0: just talking that little area yeah
1: you, you, you can
0: feel yeah. it Something I noticed is, so we just put these curtains up. Yeah. They're thick, blackout, like, very, very heavy-duty yeah, curtains. Yeah. And as soon as I hung those things up, I could I could hear, I could feel the difference in the room. And I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, I just need a bunch of curtains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so perfect. But I just wonder, you know, with those sound editing panels, like, if you put them up and you can also feel the difference in the room. Yeah. Because it, I know it's just sound, but it, it, it does feel like a tangible, like, you can feel the difference in the room like the pressure changed or something
1: yeah because like people don't have a good volume whenever they talk like on a podcast especially if it's their first and only podcast that they've done yeah and so you got to put up the gain on your mics pretty high so the bounce that the the mics are hearing are not the bounce that your ears are hearing yeah and so that's what i'm that's what i'm working towards is making the mics
0: what they pick up sound better yeah, and so that's why I, and, and they look good obviously I yeah it looks up. great and I think it looks a lot better than the headsets the headsets kind of look I don't know like a, like a news conference yeah. or like a sports event or something yeah. like that but the microphones uh, standalone microphones standalone headsets that looks more like a podcast yeah right? and so maybe
1: when you come on my goal is to do one I'm going to try because I'll do it with headphones as well because I think you can kind of drive everyone's volume that way but I'm gonna do a few episodes without headphones. I'm just gonna bring in the people and we're just gonna talk uh-huh. without headphones and just in the room, and I'm gonna see how that comes out. I don't just, even know if I could handle that. Just to, clean <laughs> well, me and you probably couldn't because we do it all the time, but for people yeah. who don't do podcasting, it's gonna be so natural to yeah, them. Right. Yeah. This isn't natural to them and so they start, you can just tell that they struggle with it, yeah. so I'm leaning towards doing something like that. So I'm always making small adjustments. It's almost like on a weekly basis that I'm studying, learning, and implementing something. Yeah. And it might be a, just a small tweak here and
0: there. I love having the person I'm talking to like right here in my head. Yeah. I was sitting with uh, Lucas Peterson. We were out in 13 acres. Uh, it's a resort mm-hmm. down in Dripping Springs just outside of Austin. And I took this. I actually think I, I have it here today because I just moved stuff out of a storage building. But anyway, I've got my big, big eight-person tent. Mm. And we took that down there. And it's eight-person tent. And then you walk through it. Uh, to like exit the tent and now that you're in like a sunroom it's like a screened in like mosquito screen and like four maybe five people could sit in there and chill it's a cool little spot anyway uh, rabbit trails anyway we're sitting in there and i got the roadcaster with us the whole point of the trip was we're going to go back down to austin we're going to meet up with some old friends and we're going to do some recordings yeah yeah so we had the roadcaster we're sitting in the tent the, the little screened in area and uh he's on his side I'm on my side and we're talking and we're just in nature dude there's you know birds <laughs> flying by and it's beautiful weather and it was just absolutely perfect and we're sitting there just talking and i can't remember which episode this is but i i put it out there as a standalone episode i believe yeah like the the trip down yeah. to austin or whatever and uh but just having each other right here in our in your head like he he was sitting further away than we are right now yeah if there's distance is important and we were just like we were like in our (laughs) own worlds just like looking at the 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 nature that we were out in and uh but still plugged in like totally engaged in the conversation so i i really like that so i don't know yeah what my reaction would be sitting there having a conversation without having a headset on
1: when bigger spaces you need headphones yeah right and and for a moment I wanted these and I was, I'm still going to get some of these yeah. because if I'm ever doing a, a felt podcast episode in public or in an open area yeah. you can't do that format no. this is the only way to do it that's why right. people on TV when stadiums they do it because there's just no other way yeah. so this is a good tool for you know it's, and I like it I, I mean I remember when you, I first saw yours I was like man they're so cool so I'm glad to be trying them, and then your episodes yeah. sound good so I know that they can produce a good episode but in my close quarters you can there, there's a little more flexibility sure because of how close we sit and I, I think it might work but again it's just you know just wanted to give it a shot and trying new
0: things and trying to always improve yeah well i like it uh sam's studio is located just off of 7th street it's in a dope location um i i'm a little further out i'm about six seven minutes from your studio i think yeah. But uh, I love your location. Thank you, man. And I, I'm not a big fan of 7th Street anymore, but it's still right there on the edge of downtown Fort Worth. Yeah, yeah. It's How very central. D- it's easy for people to find. And so, th- for now, that's why I'm there. It's a good space. And you, you've got cool people around you. I, I yeah, think you enjoy being around those other business folk down there. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. They're quiet, you know, business people. Yeah.
0: Well, you, you're the one that gave me the idea to uh, to get a brick-and-mortar location. Out of everybody... That we hang with, you were the first one I think to have a brick and mortar location. Oh, congrats, man! You have a bright
1: future ahead of you, and I'm here to support you. And I like what you're doing. You
0: you steal little bits and pieces of what you like that that your friends and your, you know, you guys are people I look up to and uh, lean on for advice and stuff like that. So you're actually responsible for quite a few things that we do here at Fort Worth Roots. Oh man, (laughs) well,
1: you're responsible for a lot too, and, and, and and thank you for. Just being you, Andrew. You're just a, you're just a cool guy, bro. Same so, on you,
0: man. Thank yeah. you. Um, we're 46 minutes in. I can keep going. What, what's your schedule look like today? What are you doing this weekend? Um, no, um, this well, this weekend is I'm
1: just relaxing, man. Taking it easy today. God,
0: what's that like?
1: Oh, man, I, I don't get a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. I I stay pretty busy with with work, and obviously the podcast, and just and just learning. Like I'm I'm always learning. Yeah. Like my goal is to i'm always listening to auditors interviewers of all types to see what's out there see how the you know the podcasting thing is changing but yeah man relaxing for me is like that like fixing my
0: studio yeah. cleaning it up you yeah, know and i try to dedicate time like every single day to get in here and do work that's my workstation over there yeah. behind the camera is the love the workstation Yeah, and i I called it a workstation. Typically, there's not power tools sitting on the desk, <laughs> but I mean, it might to a be mess. today. It Behind
1: that, it's like a mess, man. <laughs> well, look, I'm going to throw this out there, okay? I, I had the... Again, I wanted to introduce a few things here on the Fort Worth Roots podcast as okay. far as what the Felt podcast back to is the working on. Raining yeah, it back in. raining it in. And I have... Well, I have three projects that I'm working on. Okay. Okay. And so, they're, they're pretty big and... I want to put them out there so that people can be motivated for the Felt Podcast, but that they can also understand the Felt Podcast a little bit more. So I'm going to hit you with one.
0: And Just give me your thoughts. And I want your ideas. And then if, we, if you have time, I want to tell you some big ideas I've got. Please, man. Okay, let's hear it. That's, that's, that's what I want to do, <laughs> man.
1: Okay, so the first one, I grew up in Southside Fort Worth. Okay, lo- lower income, a lot of immigrant families. Great community, but it's got, like, if you were to look at the demographics and the crime rate and all that, it's, not, it, there could the be best. some negativity yeah. coming out of that. But at the same time, Here I am, a product of Southside. I still believe in the Southside neighborhood, but it's more of the type of neighborhood that it is that I feel the Felt Podcast can come in and make a difference in this. You can find these neighborhoods in every city around the U.S. Oh, yeah. And so the first project that I'm working on, and uh, and you'll, you'll watch this and you'll see this all being rolled out on my YouTube it's the Southside Voice Project. Okay. Speaking of your YouTube, real quick, what yeah. is the what's the? YouTube just type one? in the failed podcast. Okay. I don't have it up there, but I look It'll like this. I have <laughs> and I have two <laughs> lights. Okay. <laughs> I'll put i put it in the show notes. Yeah, you're really good at all the descriptions. So just scroll down, click on the link, and uh, and, and then you'll see what we're working on. So the Southside Voice Project is this is being a, being a microphone, bringing a microphone into the community that I grew up in to tell the stories of overcoming challenges.
0: Now, are you fluent in Spanish?
1: No, but i'm efficient okay I, I I can have full conversations okay i mean i've I've taught to a me lot. that's fluent yeah but but i'd use i have some of the wrong words I use the wrong words in yeah. certain things and so but no no, no I, I mean i've taught in front of full Spanish groups and stuff like that okay. so so I'm, I'm confident in it I could be better. Um, but the goal is is to go into the Southside community and begin to share some of the stories there that have to do with fellowship and challenges. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and so I'm going to start connecting with my community in Southside and uh, and see see what comes out of it. And it's going to be a a uh, podcast project yeah. and that's in the works. And uh, I look forward to not only doing it but launching it and seeing what what comes out of it. And hopefully, uh, you know, just open the open people's eyes. So that they don't like judge a certain
0: part of town. Yeah, Um, they might they might never go through that neighborhood, but you're bringing them into it so they can see what's actually going on. Yeah, and so that's the
1: Southside Voice Project. Very cool. So I'm looking forward to that. The other one it's uh, it's called uh, Stories That Inspire Change Forum. And uh, the goal, it might be annual, but biannual at, at the very minimum, okay? And so this is going to be like a TED Talks thing, and many will share their stories and inspirations, and they're going to literally have a platform to share it, but it will be very structured. And in, the, in, in, in this, we'll be able to give them a spotlight and launch their journey into what their, whatever their life story, failures, and challenges gives them. And set them on a path, whether they're going to be nonprofits, podcasters, they're going to create movements, whatever. I want to kind of create a forum for, for that. And so the first one is going to happen within a year and it's going to be based around the Felt. There's going to be a book that I'm going to write. Okay. And the, for now, obviously, the title is The Felt. Uh, that led to pain and turned into purpose and it's going to be my life journey and in that life journey are my initiatives and how they line up to what i'm doing and then that will trigger the rest and help the rest but those are three projects that i'm working on that i'm looking forward to and they should be happening you're gonna be busy dude
0: yeah you're gonna be real busy and you do have a full-time job also I do Like every one of these podcasters (laughs) Yeah, yeah So what do you do on your uh, On your For your uh, day job? Well, So my day job is is, is, It's niche uh, Let's see if it
1: makes sense And so um, I am a What they call like an art installer Uh Slash art consultant Uh So I handle artwork for people As far as like museums And private collections I install, create, deliver And it's all around the fine art uh, world and is this your business
0: or you? Yeah, okay, yeah,
1: I do it for myself. I've been doing it for for a long time and uh, and then so I continue to do it, yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. So I just came back from Palm Desert, California.
0: Oh shit. Okay, so this is not just DFW.
1: No, no. This is You're all over. It's nationwide. I have clients everywhere. So yeah. um so I've been, you know, people will fly me to Miami and say, "Sam, I have this painting. And I need it installed. But it's uh-huh. not like a $200 painting. It's a $200 million painting. Yeah. And so I'll fly in and I'll coordinate a crew out there.
0: $200 million yeah,
1: fifty million, hundred million. Is your butt hole just slammed shut the whole time? You're no, like hanging no, that thing. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> if it was, I think I couldn't do it. Okay, yeah. But it's just, it's Little just steady hands. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm losing as I'm getting older. I'm not so steady, but but I
0: understand the process, <laughs> and so I don't know, man. I, you know, I. I saw somebody uh, talking about hanging this chandelier at a a new home build, right? Oh, yeah. And this chandelier, you're talking about... Did you just say a $200 million piece of artwork, right? Mm -hmm. That's what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. So these guys were hanging like a... (laughs) $500,000 Five hundred thousand dollars chandelier. Yeah. and I was like, I wouldn't touch that yeah. if my life depended on it. Mm. My God, because you're suspending this thing yeah. over like a spiral staircase or something like that, and it hangs down in the middle. But it's mm. it's like thirty feet. Okay, not thirty feet. Maybe fifteen feet off the ground. Right. And, that, and
1: see, and <laughs> we've done it. Like we've done like like glass sculptures oh that are gosh. chandeliers, and they're they're complicated. Like it is. You have to understand what, what you're doing. What kind of insurance do you have to carry? Well, th- that's always the question I get asked. And so, <laughs> the, the owner, for the most part, has to have their artwork insured because if not, no one could run a business insuring, no. you know. But How there's there's insurance do? for accidentals and stuff like that. But yeah. trust me, there are the ver- accidents happen mm-hmm. at a at a minimum. Like if you would hope, yep. yeah, yeah, but it so, does happen.
0: You can't predict everything.
1: And so the difference between that chandelier. And then, let's just say a chandelier that's a piece of art. Not, not that someone says, "Oh, it's that's a piece of art." No, no, no. Like the art community, the cost, the the name of the person that made it. That that flew somebody in from Fort Worth. Yeah, like this is real art. The difference (laughs) is that maybe if they were to drop it yeah. they could literally reproduce it the next day right, you, you know right, what I mean yeah. and so that's what the difference Yeah. so the stress level there is still high because you don't want to get hurt or damage it right. but there's no stress that you're that it's like destroying a one of a kind like a Matisse or something you know <laughs> Jesus Christ that you, I mean that's
0: world History. My palms are sweating.
1: Yeah, right now, Sam. <laughs> yeah, and then and then I've done work for like all the museums in town mm-hmm. as well as museums outside of Texas. So I've I've also handled not only priceless pieces of art but some of the most renowned pieces of art that people see when you go to museums. You know what I mean. So I yeah. I help with that as so well. So have you picked up like? How did you get into this, first of all? <laughs> well, a long time ago, I was at the Eamon Carter, which I consider that my home museum. Yeah. And I'm a, I love the arts. I love the arts. And, uh, uh, and so that's how I got into it. I helped them put up the Abaddon show. They gave me a chance to do it. I came in for a few weeks. Um, and they liked how I worked, but there was no jobs available. Uh-huh. And so they put me onto a company that did it. And I called, I called them and the, got a meeting with the owner, and they hired me. And that—that's where I started a long time ago. That's and so, cool. so that—that's what I do. And so if you notice, my 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 schedule is pretty flexible. When yeah. you call me, <laughs> uh, well, because it's my own thing, I control my schedule and stuff. And so you know, I'm I'm blessed in that way. And yeah. so it also helps with the podcast and the creative stuff that well, I. And I knew quite, quite a bit of
0: that. I did, I don't want you to think I forgot everything that we've ever talked about. Yeah. But I wanted the audience to know. No, so that learn yeah. a little bit about Sam. Yeah, that's really I mean, cool, man. So, so love, earlier I when art. I was talking about. Uh, my the reason I didn't have this TV mounted to the wall I was telling Sam like it's a cinder block wall I've been warned against trying to put this thing up there and he's kind of looking at me and he's looking at this wall like man there ain't nothing to that yeah
1: yeah right? I, I've, I, I install
0: so many things man that yeah, yeah I just
1: understand the game
0: yeah uh, so so in, in uh, your line of work over the years have you kind of picked up an affinity for art Did, is there yeah. certain types of art or certain artists that you really uh, well, have a lot of appreciation for now yeah I, I love like uh, French and Spanish
1: art you oh. know 18th century okay. you know 17th century um, I, I really love sculptures like monumental sculptures mm-hmm. I realize the difficulty of making them um, I like mo- modern stuff. is amazing. Mm-hmm. Just just to watch it hit like the whenever they auction stuff off, and then it's like, oh, this sold for two hundred million, three hundred million. Like, I, and knowing that I've seen those pieces, or I know the people that own them. Whenever you hear of like Christie's on TV, like, oh, this watch sold at Christie's for six million. Like, I go to Christie's in New York yeah. and all that, and and um and so, but no, I I, I love art. Uh, Like at the Carter, it's like they got a lot of Western theme art, American art. So I like taking my daughter there so she can start appreciating it and talking about it and feeling comfortable in that environment. Yeah. And uh, oddly enough, like growing up in like Southside. And not having a lot of money or access to a lot of things, I didn't grow up going to museums. Right, I, and uh, this was something that I've learned here in my later life. But I wish I would have. Yeah. So mm-hmm. since day one, I've been teaching my daughter to a- appreciate those things, feel comfortable in that atmosphere, and, and understanding what you know what what goes into doing some art. And I remember the Monet show at the Kimball. that it was there within a, I think it within a year from there yeah. or something. It was absolutely amazing. Like I've seen paintings, you know that that I can. And I know people hear this and they're like, "It's not real." Like, but th- they touch you. Like when you understand the artist yeah. and their life, and, and you think of Monet, and you think of his eyesight fading, and so it was a, it was like a journey of good eyesight to bad eyesight eye sight and surely you can see that inside the yeah so he started losing like color he couldn't see color and so he went from being amazing by a just a lame by some guy that doesn't understand art saying that's beautiful and then you look at an older piece when he can't see and you say man that's ugly i could do that but it's the journey could you do it blind yeah <laughs> and, and commitment you know yeah It'll just it'll just touch you, man it'll change like to to me artists changed my life, yeah, like that's one of the things that that I don't share with a lot of people but i, I visit museums on a weekly basis it's the same i' the same museums in town but i, I, job, I yeah. but I understand like whenever art changes, whenever new stuff comes up, whenever the museums are acquiring something new yeah, and so and, I enjoy it. and so I've kind
0: of been robbing myself of that. Like, I I need to see these museums, and I'm embarrassed that I haven't been
1: out there to see them yet. You should be. And so let me take this time to promote (laughs) the Fort Worth museums and their world-renowned. Having the four buildings that we have, the three museums that we have here in Fort Worth, is, like, as far as when you look at the world, Uh it's up there. It's, like, one of the top locations for art let alone dallas having the three museums over there right. top notch man but even just the buildings alone like the renzo piano building at the kimball uh i met the guys that like designed the it, like renzo yeah. piano like when he was in town mm-hmm. and the guys that made his models i talked to them and so it's cool man like not just the buildings, I mean, not just the
0: art, but the buildings yeah. are amazing. We've got something real special here, and we should be taking advantage of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe you can connect me with somebody out there at the museum, and uh, I can get them on the show, and For sure. maybe we could do something out there at the museum. Yeah, that, that's what... Cool. I, you can come uh, with...
1: Is, yeah, that's one of my goals, man. I want to get the... Direct, I mean, I know the directors, some of them are my friends, and I really want to get them on, but I have to be... Um, I think... I, I might introduce you to them before yeah. me. Your resume right now on your podcast is a little better than mine. Come on. And no, but just the people that you've interviewed, I think if we throw that out there, I think we can do something. So if you're watching, you're listening, and you got to. And obviously, I have some friends that are connected to the museum, yeah. like very, very close. And so. Hook it up, man. Well, here's what we'll do. Set we'll, up a meeting. We'll make it a
0: Fort Worth Roots thing if, if you're cool with that. And yeah. Sam needs to be there to help me ask questions because obviously I've just outed myself. I'm an idiot when it comes to <laughs> art and culture and stuff yeah. like that. So it'd be good to have you there, somebody that uh, intimately understands all this stuff. But
1: even when I think
0: of museums...
1: Understanding like the art and like the, the bougie side of it, you know, yeah. because there is a bougie side to it where it's expensive and the wealthy people are the ones that own it and these museums can, they're the only people who can buy them because it's, everything is so expensive. To me, it's like, I still, I, when I walk in there, the like, I just wish there was more kids like me yeah. in there and, and there isn't. Yeah. And so, by me working with the museums, which I'm 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 not, but I would love to, is to promote that. Yeah. So how do I get kids from Southside to go in there? Yeah.
0: But not just them, but their parents. Do they have like a a children's they interactive? Do. They do. Because they they had a museum in Abilene where I grew up, mm-hmm. the Grace, and mm-hmm. they had an entire floor full of like fun little interactive science exhibits and. Uh, not a whole lot of art. The art was on no, different I, floors, but they had a lot of cool... Was it like Science and History Museum? Yeah, I'm trying to remember how be, much... Uh, inter- well, see, that's the thing. I have not been to this one.
1: Well, the Science and History Museum is is great. A it's lot of a interactive stuff. Learning
0: stuff. stuff. That's, uh, that's, that's different. What kids
1: want to put their hands on stuff. And, and that's different. And so that... Yeah, the these... Mu- like if you talk about the Kimball and the Carter and the Modern, it's not that. Yeah. And, and so that's what I want that's what i would just, want to teach just an area dedicated it's in there. to the kids you know yeah it, the, the kids areas are very small they do have stuff going on all the time mm-hmm. there's tons of school groups that go yeah. but it's very lecture based very communicative very visual yeah. and that's how you take in fine art and just to understand that i think it's important for a young person like me whenever i was young to get that because it does show you, it is head base, it is knowledge and and wisdom that you gain. And and then the research that goes behind every artist and then the age that they were creating. There's some art, dude, that I look at and they made it in the 40s and 50s and they're hanging at the modern right now. Uh And people are like, man, that's amazing. That's how far ahead, like count from 1940 to 2022, whatever 30 40 year gap that probably more i don't know i'm bad at math (laughs) that's how far ahead they were yeah and then you get people today making art that matches the art that they see there yeah that was made 40 50 years in the past yeah you're artistic but you're not ahead right and the greatest artists in the
0: world are always ahead yeah same with music right yeah, absolutely. A you little heart Might not be ready for this, but your kids are gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I have a
1: little DeLorean in, in, in my studio. To can you see it there? No, because oh, I love Back to we the Future. Can find it. Where is it? There it is. Oh yeah, yeah. There yeah. it is. I don't,
0: know, I don't know if that's gonna come through good on I the camera. I always make references to it. That's it.
1: very cool. No, yeah. but yeah, man. This. Uh, thank you for asking me. I never share this part of me, but I. I love. Fine art, man. I, I love looking and learning about artists and where they made it and the journey of stuff that got bought. Imagine a painting that got bought for a thousand dollars and they had to pull your arm to buy it, you know, like a Picasso back in the day. Yeah. And then now it's like crazy, crazy expensive. Yeah. I want to tell you a funny story. Yeah. There was a painting. And I have to hold back a lot of information <laughs> for, <laughs> so no one comes after me. It was a painting that was by a, a real famous artist, and it was hanging in a house. And um, the patriarch of the family passed away, okay. and there wasn't proper documentation Shit. as to who was going to have it.
0: Let the bloodbath begin. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> so, needless to say. knives out. There was uh, marshals involved. Shit. There dude. was lawyers involved for each sibling. Um, it was uh, going to be worth between like 60 and $75 million. Oh, okay? my God. So, <laughs> so it was worth the fight. But, yeah, yeah. but, but like the, uh, the ugliness came <laughs> yeah, out. The greediness came out. Destroy a family, man. It did. So, you know, there were some people involved that they wanted, they needed to authenticate it. uh uh-huh. hmm
0: so all of that happens. It's all good. Hold on, let man. me get that out of there. Actually, this is Darren Houck. We gotta get him on the show. Let's see here. Let me put him on speakerphone real quick. Welcome to the Fort Worth Roots Podcast, <laughs> sir. This is Andrew, host of the show, but that's not important. The show's about you. Go ahead. <laughs> he doesn't know he's on the show. I thought it was about the sponsors. Well, it is about the sponsors, absolutely. Let me roll that back. <laughs> With that podcast? Um I mean we're we're fairly mobile. I don't know that there's a more mobile setup. We're we can go anywhere. Oh yeah. It's not waterproof I mean, I was, though. I guess aquatic I was, yeah. issues might be a problem. What's not waterproof? No. No. What's not? <laughs> the the roadcaster.
1: Why haven't you told me that?
0: <laughs> well, I'm pretty good at waterproofing. It's a computer you want oh. to you want to i thought you wanna, you're talking, I thought you were talking about the vehicle no well that thing's somewhat waterproof but no i'm talking it's about fine. the uh, the gear the gear's not waterproof. oh i got you so and what I, I was referring to as the good-looking black sprinter van in front of you oh room. yeah 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 okay okay so that's sam eskival and he's the uh uh the producer for the failed podcast and we are actually recording right now and you are now part of the episode Special guest, Darren Houck from Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. There Hauk. you go. We don't need that. I just. It's happening. You remember the Mark Nobles uh, episode? Yes, I do. Well, now you're, now you're in the hot seat.
1: Well, I was just complimenting your beautiful new Sprinter van. I think
0: oh, that would make a great yeah, podcast. It, it, it is very nice. So He, he does an uh, art installation all over the country, and that's uh, one of the tools he uses to get the job done.
1: Very cool. Well, I uh, look forward to meeting him and uh, seeing what that's about. I like art
0: installations. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, I'll let you get back to your podcast. (laughs) Okay, I'll holler at you, Darren. See ya. All right, see ya. All right. It's it's always fun to do those. (laughs) (laughs) you one one, one one of the sponsors, right? Yes, Darren is one of the sponsors. And so if it's somebody that's relevant to the podcast and we're doing an episode. I'll, you know, I'll, love I'll it. put it in there. <laughs> I love it. Let's get back to the story. Well, they went to Authenticate. It turned out it was fake.
1: Shit, dude. But, but this is the, the, the... So, the punchline is the art was fake, but the way they reacted was real. But, yeah, the and family's was, I mean, destroyed. But anyways, that's just something How that happens behind that? the scenes. But, but, you know, I love the arts. Support your local museums by visiting. And if you can, donate. And, uh, you know, it's, you don't visit a museum once every few years. You can go, every, about every, every three month. months, they'll switch stuff out. But yeah. in between, they're always switching stuff. And so their their goal is always to teach. Yeah. No matter what's in there, to teach, to give, if you read the little plaques. I know you, most people don't. But if you read them, it really does give you, A a lot of information. There's a lot of professional people and time that goes into just writing those things.
0: I'm going to make that one of my serious priorities: getting a hold of the library, or excuse me, the uh, museum, and and see what kind of trouble we can get into with them. Yeah, we're already. Which one would you
1: like out of the three? Just by looking at them or knowing them.
0: N- knowing um, of him a little bit you know, which one would you I'm big into science I like I like all the nerdy stuff so yeah the science and history museum that would definitely be yeah. uh, something I'd gravitate towards got so. it but I tell you what like we this weekend there was uh, Oktoberfest yeah and we walked through one of those little Oktoberfest things I got the You know, pavilion set up, little 10 by 10s. And we walked past uh, a photographer's 10 by 10. Uh And it stopped me in my tracks, dude. Yeah, I saw this and I'm like, oh my God, these are so beautiful. He's a landscape photographer, right? And so uh, he was out doing something and he comes by about three minutes later and I've already kind of taken it all in. I was like, dude, did you do this? He's like, yeah, these are all my photos. I'm like, Jesus Christ, these are amazing. (laughs) So, photography is another uh, type of art that I just, I don't know. I don't know why that's just a showstopper for
1: me. Yeah, photography is one of those arts or those mediums that have have had the hardest time being considered fine art. Now, the Richard Avedon show, like the Carter owns a lot of his collection and he's a photographer. Mm -hmm. And he was down in Sweetwater in the rattlesnake thing and he did a lot of photos. And so, I, I appreciate some of the art and and they have a wide collection of photography yeah and to understand like this dude is photographing stuff and selling it right now guess who paved the way
0: yeah
1: R- right they're in the museums right now and it's important to understand why he gets that opportunity and so yeah. but that that's great man i love photography but i love oil on canvas yeah sure. like i love watercolors small watercolors they're they're absolutely beautiful but but oil on canvas big frames you know huge paintings i just i enjoy them
0: yeah you know, yeah so. well we need to make a trip to uh the museum maybe next weekend
1: yeah not the science and history i don't go there That's unless i take, unless i take my daughter yeah. <laughs> uh, or, or they're hiring me right but no 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 no. We'll, we'll go off to a fine art museum we'll go to the carter okay you know um they got a lot of western stuff a lot of prominent stuff that has to do with like american art yeah and so it's it's a fun museum so
0: let me fire through this real quick because i mentioned that i was going to tell you about my ideas um, do it man i'm listening so the studio yeah it's so behind us is a huge room i've got uh-huh. this little space here for the fort worth roots podcast yeah. but behind yeah. us is a large room and uh, half of it if you took a cut it in half right down yeah. the middle is going to be for a uh, like kind of a jam space for bands yeah so if a, a Group of musicians want to come out here and shoot a video. Nice. Uh, I'm going to have a backdrop. Uh, I'm I'm going to try to do it upright. I'm still yeah. I'm still leaning on my musician friends to come up with some ideas and what I need to set that up so it's cool. Yeah. And then the other half of the room is going to be like four different backdrops for podcasts. I love it. So when you know you know how hard it was to get the equipment and the space. Yeah. And you know if I could take that off of someone's plate, like they don't have to worry about putting that part together. Yeah. yeah it's going to make a the the whole getting started with your podcast thing a lot easier
1: yeah so. for sure you ever seen the tiny concert help me out it's called tiny concert um and it's in an office mm-hmm. and oh yeah okay so that concept is like is that the name of it tiny concert uh-huh okay and tiny yeah tiny concert don't quote me now now you're making me question myself but they bring in it's like an npr thing I, yeah, yeah i believe I, what is Was it tiny desk tiny desk i don't know whatever yeah. <laughs> it's one of those but the point being is that they have just a regular thing they, right. the way they set up it works perfectly mm-hmm. so you you really dude if you do it's it's not that hard
0: and this is supposed to be just a fun low cost super easy yeah and I, you know you know how i would set it up if you ask me i know you're not i'm just giving this. oh i'm asking, it's I'm asking this, everybody
1: is this i would put a camera uh-huh. and decorate based on the camera what do you so, mean so i would put my my phone and put it on video and uh-huh. if, if it didn't look good on video, I wouldn't put it in yeah. because that's how it's gonna uh, be oh, best. Oh yeah, no, that's so how it's it, like the proper yeah. lighting, the proper contrast, you know, so it's not so busy. Yeah, and that that's the point of view that I would decorate it. You
0: know, I was so impressed with how effective this was at changing the entire room. And if I'm pulling the, curtain, yeah, I don't are. know if you can see it on the camera, but I'm pulling it over now so you can see it. But it's just this silly red curtain yeah. and it looks amazing it changed the room oh yeah so because no, it, you know good. before I just had I'm pulling it back so you can see that uh, yeah. no know, no it's great I just had that gray drop cloth Yeah. small things improve <laughs> <have been> <laughs> you know just
1: every you know that's what keeps people from doing things is they want it to be perfect and amazing yes. and get go yeah. and guess what if you don't start that's what you you can blame it on that
0: and when we were doing Susie's birthday party out there uh, Dustin Snyder put this on JJTM at Lola's for Susie from Fort Worth famous and I was talking to Chad funky the funky panther yeah. anyway just all these connections um but I was telling him like I've got all these big badass ideas for that room back there but I'm just going to have to I'm just going to have to pull the trigger and do something simple yeah. so for now I'm just going to put up mm. real basic backdrops yeah. and just make that room suitable for somebody to bring a four or five piece band to I love it to do a jam just I love it. hang out and then we're going to have a lounge in that back room Oh, yeah. Coke, sodas, beers, wines, whiskeys, totally. a couch. I mean, I love it. It's not, you know, if Paul Rogers is listening, this is not a casting couch, Paul. <laughs> Gross man. We're going to have to, if he comes in the door, we've got to watch him. There's something wrong with that dude. You know, he's a nice guy. We'll wrong have to with put Paul. Plex between. <laughs> 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 love you, Paul. And then, uh, you know, update this thing. I found, I don't know if you know this, but neon signs, that is a lost art that is kind of dying out. Oh, I know, but and but I
1: know the best neon place in Dallas. because
0: you know the best one in Fort Worth? Oh uh, no, no, there's, a, there's it, one called
1: Neon Time T Y M E. Well, the reason I know of them is because I know these artists that do neon art. Okay, and that's they make it at this one place I go to, uh-huh. so I know the, the dying art because there's not uh-huh. there's not a lot of places now. They're yeah. using LED lights and they just right. bend them, right? Um, but yeah, neon lights is yeah you going
0: to make one? you going to make a neon sign? Oh, yeah. So I've already talked to the guy, and I'm going to commission an art piece. Very good. I feel very fancy saying, yeah. I'm going to commission an arts piece. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm either going to do Fort Worth roots and neon across this back wall, or, you know, pod 817, something. I don't know. Now, when you do it... um we're just talking here, by the way. I hope that this is no, that what it turns into. Here you're enjoying the it, all right.
1: but <laughs> for instance, like if you did this,
0: if you had a TV there and you're recording, you have to drop the tint on that. Or, right. and I have lowered the brightness on this just so it's not overexposed on the camera, but it still is. It's still or like because you're using a GoPro, but like let's say if you were using a, ma- a camera
1: with manual, you can uh-huh. uh, the oh, sensor yeah, yeah. won't read that, mm-hmm. and so like for instance,
0: there was a uh, the you change your ISO and your shutter speed yeah no you know no what? But,
1: but what I'm saying is like when we did the episode for the 100th for the Funky Panther uh-huh. they had the neon sign on the table yeah and the, so the camera dark, right? kept reading that it, it was it thought it was like sunlight yeah and it was making y'all real dark dark yeah so yeah. well
0: and uh, that's another thing I want to do is put some good studio lighting in here yeah. so it'll bring everything else up and that won't be so damn bright yeah and, and tell you what if you can reach it without yeah. ripping everything off the table, you see that white dangly cord. Yeah, put that up. switch on. I meant to have that on and I forgot. So that, that'll help. That, if you're looking at the YouTube channel, yeah. the light that I meant to have on just you do know, know. Yeah. raises the the temperature of the entire room. Yeah, so. having
1: that there is very useful. Yeah, because you can literally just do a track light this way,
0: uh-huh. and that changes the look, whole game. Look at that. Yeah, like that. That's what this room was. You this room used to be the area. Artful Village, and they had art in here on exhibit. And so these were meant to showcase oh. different pieces of art. You could turn the lights in different directions. So yeah. I'm just being lazy. I've got all the equipment here. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, no, dude. I even forgot
0: to just flip the damn switch on. So. I'm,
1: I'm rooting for you, man. Well,
0: thank you all for listening to this week's episode with our friend Sam Escoval. Go check out the Feld Podcast. What are... Um, all the handles where do they find your stuff
1: man you know what i ain't gonna say i ain't even gonna say it okay you're
0: so good What's at putting
1: it in the description just just click on the links that andrew puts below and uh yeah man thank you so much i love that trust From, yeah no, 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 i know you will i appreciate you no, sam you uh you've been such an, a
0: great friend and an incredible resource with yeah. all this and uh you know anytime i've got something going on you're more than happy to show up and support yeah, no, me no. and i really do appreciate that and fort worth roots is always here to support you so thank you man. Do, hey y'all, go ahead. sorry man go
1: ahead. go ahead keep an eye out man the the initiatives and the projects that fort worth Fort worth Roots. look at that I'm like, <laughs> the failed podcast it's got in the works it's it's just meant to bring some positivity into the local community and we just want to make a positive change man so thank you for for hearing me out thank you for allowing me to kind of launch it and drop it here on the fort
0: worth roots podcast excellent and there you go all right fort worth roots is uh the winner of the 2022 you're the best trophy from the (laughs) failed podcast sam thank you so much for being on the show ladies and gentlemen we will see you next week peace Sam Escoval, everybody. Sam, thank you so much for being at the Fort Worth Roots Podcast Studio. We're throwing this thing together. It's starting to really come to life. And I'm starting to get a little more excited about bringing people over here so they can see the cool stuff we're doing. But Sam got the full tour, and uh, I think we've done some improvements since then. But uh, anyway, just glad to have you here, Sam. Thank you for all your support. You've been a very positive force here at the Fort Worth Roots Podcast, and I thank you for your friendship and your support. All right. What's up? I was just telling you about an event at the very beginning of this episode. Uh, Southside Preservation Hall. It's going to be Friday, December 23rd, this next weekend. Doors open at 4 p.m. There is a cover. I don't have it in front of me. I think it's 10 bucks. It might be more, it might be less, but it's going to be cheap enough that it's not going to break the bank. Daryl Sellers goes on at 5. Big Heaven at 6. Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations at 7. And the Traumatics, 8 p.m. It's going to be a great event. Uh, Richard Keller really busted his hump trying to put this thing out, and he picked the bands he wanted to play with. So that's why it's such a badass lineup. So go out there, have a good time, uh, do something that's going to be cheap and fun and uh, very memorable, and support our friend Richard Keller. All right. That's it. What What's the date? Hold on. How close are we to Christmas? Is that next weekend? Yeah, 23rd, 24th, twenty fifth. Yeah, Christmas. Christmas is coming. Did you get all your gifts taken care of? Running out of time. Um, Gifts. Here's a cool idea. Buy something local. Woodpostmetalworks.com. Using podcast 817 at checkout. You get 10% off everything they got. These guys have been busy. I don't know if you have the Fort Worth Roots uh, Facebook page. But we're always posting stuff whenever we catch it. Woodpost Works will put up one of their new designs and we're quick to share it just because it's cool. You need a, a way to customize something at work, a new sign for the office, uh, thousands of other things. Go check them out. It's light steel, metalwork, uh, plasma engraving. They also work on like fences and things like that, custom metal stuff. So give them a check out. Check them out. Give them a look. Podcast 817 for 10% off at checkout. Hulk Walker Originals. These are the folks that do the laser engraving for our cups and so much more. If you need personalized swag for your office or cool gift ideas, this is another great resource. You can check out Halk Walker Originals at halkwalker.com. Dot com. And, of course, Roofing Solutions by Darren Roofing RoofingSolutionsHouck.com, 817-882-6520. And uh, these are the people that put on the River Oak Springfest Car Show 2023. It's going to be off the chain, off the hook. Chain or hook, you decide. Uh, last year's, this year's was great. The Camp Carter excuse me, YMCA Camp Carter. We had it out there last year, and uh, it was big. It was big, and we got way more people than we thought we would. Um, The food trucks that were out there actually ran out of food because we had no way to estimate how many people were going to be out there. This coming year, we know. We have a better idea. Uh, A lot of the people that were involved in this last one are going to be there. People that weren't actually out there last year doing stuff will be there. We've got more people coming, more stuff to do more awesome and exciting details on the way here shortly. Uh, but that's uh, that's the kind of people you're dealing with over there at uh, Roofing Solutions by Darren Haupt. They're very engaged with the community, doing a lot of cool stuff, and uh, they've been extremely supportive of the Fort Worth Roots podcast. Not only that, if you're looking for a roofer, and you will be because you live in North Texas, uh, these are the people you want to use. They're local, they're trusted by the community, and they have excellent ratings. Don't take my word for it. Do your own homework. Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. You can Google it. See all the good stuff. Uh, Roofing Solutions, 817-882-6520. Other announcements. I know we got a big show at the Ridgely Room. Uh, This is December 6th. Uh, Jeff Zero is going to be out there. Uh, I know that our friend... Oh, what's going on with my head right now? Um... Joe, Jesus Christ, Joe Guzman uh, has just started up a new band recently, and this will be their debut uh, performance out there. It's called The Space Poets. This is going to be another cool one you can go check out. We will be there. We've got tickets. So, December 6th, go to that. And it will also be at this uh, December 23rd, <laughs> December 23rd, out at Preservation Hall uh, to support our friend Richard Keller and uh, just have a badass time. Uh, that lineup one more time in case you weren't listening where we at there it is i see it daryl sellers all honestly i don't know who that is big heaven excellent gotta see big heaven if you're into local music and you've never heard of big heaven this is one that definitely needs to be on your list. Just like Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations and the Traumatics. I don't know if you know anything about Doc Rock and the Traumatics, but it's hard to find a radio station, a local radio station around here that's not playing their stuff now. And they're brand new. I don't think the Traumatics have been around for more than a year. I might be wrong on that detail, but they're they're new. And uh, they're on all the radio stations now. Excellent band. This mm-hmm. is going to be a really fun night. And uh, we, we raved about this. Uh, on and on and on. I had uh, Richard Keller and uh, prior Slim Pickens on the show uh, a couple nights ago. We were doing a recording and we were just kind of going off about, you know, people spend $500 on a Garth Brook ticket um, to sit in nosebleeds and pay for $18 beers and eat, uh, you know, boats full of dried out chips with the cheese juice dribb- drizzled on top for, you know, 15 bucks a pop. Uh, you'll go out and you'll do that. Um, it like a bucket list item. But this event right here, you're going to see four bands that are arguably way better than any band you've ever seen. All four of them. I'll figure out who Daryl Sellers is. I just hadn't heard that name before. Um, but it's going to be an excellent, excellent time. And it's not going to cost you 500 bucks. The beers are going to be cheaper. The food, I think there is going to be food there. The food will be better. If not, you could bring a sack lunch and it would be better than the shit they're serving at Dickie's Arena. <laughs> Sorry, Dickie's. Anyway, okay. Point being, you can literally go to a show every weekend for free or ten, fifteen bucks. And it won't add up to the five hundred bucks you'd you'd have to spend on, on one of those mega superstars that uh sometimes plays over here at Dickies. Just get out, get out of the house and come support these guys. It's excellent. We had a great time uh just the other night, what well, shit, it was last night, at the post with Avery Burke. She did her last show of the year. Uh, I don't know that, that she's done with her Tuesday. She's a She has a residency out there at the Post. <laughs> and um, she plays every Tuesday out there at the Post. I don't know that that's done, but this was her last big show uh, for the year. And we caught her at the Post. It was incredible. It was so incredible. And the energy in the room cannot be duplicated by listening to it on your uh, MP3 player or home stereo system. You need to get out there, and you need to see these shows. Um, and we're always talking about supporting people, but support your damn self. Improve your mental health. Get out of the house. Experience something. Anyway, I'm rambling. All I'm saying is go to shows. Go to shows because it's cheap, it's fun, and it's good for you. I would, I would submit, uh, yeah, I'd say it's good for you. All right, we're done here. Did I cover everything? Shout out to our listener supporters, Angela Walker and uh, Stephanie Daniels. They are Patreon supporters. They make a monthly con- contribution to the show. And we'd like to, you know, grow Fort Worth Roots to a point where we can put out material more than once a week. We, shit. I'd like to do a morning show. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> I don't know. Just lots of stuff. I'd like to do more stuff. But we've got to get some support. So, if you like what we've been doing, if you believe in the mission here at Fort Worth Roots... You can support us. You can go to patreon.com and uh, just type in Fort Worth Roots. Our page will pop up. There's a couple of different uh, little options there that you can choose from, but for as little as $4 a month, you can support the show. But just listening, just streaming one of these episodes, is uh, it's, a, it's a lot of help. It helps our analytics, helps us grow the show, and uh, reach new listeners. So thank you. You are supporting the show by listening. And you uh, you listened all the way to the end, even with me ranting and making incoherent statements, you did it. That means you're a super fan. You're a Fort Worth Roots super fan. You never miss an episode. And you listen all the way to the end. So do me a favor. Whatever platform you're on, hit that subscribe button. And if it's got an option for automatic download, hit that one too. That way it's always ready for you, even if you're on an aeroplane. You can still get it. Um, On social media. We're always doing stuff on social media. I try to keep up and post stuff all the time. Sometimes I go through weeks where it's, uh, it's just too much to handle. <laughs> so there might only be one or two posts. But we're trying to share activities uh, that our friends, you know, events that our friends are throwing, putting on, local musicians that are uh, contributing to the community and things like that. Uh, on our Fort Worth Roots Facebook page, there's also a fair amount of content on Instagram. Most of our sharing happens on Facebook because they make it so simple. Um, what are those things called on Instagram? Are they reels? I think that's where you find the stuff I share on Instagram. People send me stuff, and then I'll just repost it, and I think it ends up as a reel. And then TikTok. TikTok is the dumpster I put all my weird stuff in. So if you want to see weird, kooky Fort Worth Roots stuff and a little bit of weird, kooky Andrew stuff, it's on our TikTok page. It's all Fort Worth Roots. Easy to find. Okay. I really have done it. I've talked way too much. All right. One more time, Sam, thank you for being part of the Fort Worth Roots podcast. Uh, Thank you so much. We love you, buddy, and we're looking to do more cool stuff with you. So don't forget about us. All right, listeners, y'all are the shit. Thank you so much. I love you, and I'll see you next week. Merry Christmas!